Hello and welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we're here to bring you all things Archie while my Steam loads Ooh, on my computer. Steam. Hello, yes, we're here to bring you all things Archie. And, and we're in the same room. It's weird. Together again. Which hasn't happened for like, what, a year and a half at yeah, this point? Yeah, since COVID started. Mm-hmm. We used to record in the same room and then we had to switch to remote and now we're back, baby. It's so great. Yes. And for- we're fully vaccinated. Yes. Fully both vaccinated. <laughs> Um, and have been with for a that while, but... strong anti-COVID energy, we're bringing you a special episode. It is about the last two episodes we released. Yes. This is our talking red for Archie versus Predator. You know, you need to hear our thoughts on Archie versus Predator. And first thought mm-hmm. is we fucked up, y'all. Yes, we did. <laughs> it was a it was a big a big fuck up on our parts. A great and powerful. We fuck fell up. into the trap of sexism. And Alex DeCampi, author of both Archie versus Predator and Archie versus Predator Two, yes, is a woman yes. that we misgendered and assumed was male because. Alex, like yeah. that's the reason we saw it. Well, we just assume comic authors are men because historically we're not yeah. too off honestly but yes so we... i'm so sorry alex DeCampi. you've written amazing comics and you're great yes very much i actually discovered in a little bit of preliminary research for this episode that alex DeCampi did a comic called grindhouse and fuck yeah yeah they're a horror writer for dark horse which explains a lot of the brilliant <laughs> writing and they also did um my Little Pony Friendship is Magic, the comic book Classic series. Classic horror series. So you can see where those two things kind of like come together to do yes, this Archie versus I love Predator. That. Yeah, no, I thought that was wonderful. But yeah, without further ado, let's just jump right into our thoughts. And my first, well, I guess second thought, because we did the Alex <laughs> yeah. DeCampi thing. Second thought is they're fucking great, gang. These comics are amazing. Yeah, We've so good. Referenced them many times over the years. Because uh, to pull the curtain back a little bit, they were one of the first things we read for the podcast. And we actually did record an episode of Archie versus Predator, I think, but we were like, this it is unusable. Yeah. So we just put it in the can and we're like we'll get back we to that. We basically just read the comic aloud. We didn't know how to do it. No, we didn't know what we were yet. doing. No. And then we recorded it and then we both messaged each other later and we're like I don't think we should release that. We we would do this thing where we would try and make the bit while we were recording yeah, which didn't it work. Really work. No. We're not quite the improv geniuses that we uh, we are today, you know. Yeah. Back in the beginning. I'm sure anyone who's listening to the show is like they must be, you know, second what is it, Second City yes. or UCB trained? Uh-huh. No, we're just a couple of your average Midwestern kids <laughs> Yep, just trying to figure out this crazy thing called life. <laughs> Wait, I'm pretty sure that's a direct quote from an Archie comic. <laughs> Probably. Um, yeah, well, I was going to talk about that in the next episode. So, yes. When Archie goes to improv camp and uh, moves to Chicago. I would read the fuck out of that. <laughs> that sounds like one of those weird, like, Life with Archie spinoffs yeah, where he grows up and gets shot or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I would love that. I was actually just thinking yesterday, like, have they ever done, like, an Archie version of Stephen King's It? Now I know... <laughs> this before haven't we maybe we have i guess i just was specifically thinking like what would would it be like nickel smart instead of pennywise (laughs) oh my god there has to be archie gotta be right like i don't know that i just was like hmm if that doesn't exist i think i have to write that comic uh at some point yeah there's definitely got to be references, or at least like in one of the Halloween comics, one of them is dressed up as Pennywise. I mean, to be Pennywise, fair, Pennywise costume Pennywise. is just a scary clown costume. That's true. It's been, yeah, it's been done before. Uh, but this isn't Archie meets Pennywise. This God, is. I would read that, though. I would read the fuck out of that. Although, to be fair, Ezra, your whole thing is, I don't know, Archie. Stephen King's It specifically. <laughs> okay, less so now, but you're definitely right. <laughs> oh, is it not your thing right now? I've pulled back from it since I started reading it a second time and then got bored and switched to other stuff now. But no, definitely, uh, it was my catchphrase for a while, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Because that would just be like, Stephen King's It. You know what this reminds me of? Stephen King's It. 
There's a lot of similarities, though. <laughs> There's a lot of similarities. Um, just like there are similarities in, I don't know what that predator transition is Predator and be. Archie versus Predator. I mean, th- that's true. But, like, back back to the source material at hand. Like, we, we talked about it before. We've talked about the style and, like, this crazy clash of the classic Archie with this incredibly off-tone horror piece. Yeah. That is going on, and it's just like really one of those things you need to see to believe. And we don't want to post too many pictures because I don't no. want to throw all this graphic murder in our our lovely Instagram. Definite. Plus, also, I just want everyone to see this in the com like because we may describe it, and that might be minor spoilers. But there's a very different experience of hearing me say Pop Tate's head gets exploded by a Predator's shoulder cannon. Yeah. And seeing it happen, and then Jughead eats the cake with Pop Tate's eye on it. Like, Yeah, it's pretty rough. It's it's pretty dark. <laughs> and then there's like, yeah, it, it is really just one of those things you kind of need to read. I was actually um, t- looking at the Wikipedia about it, and there was some pretty interesting stuff um, talking about Everything that Alex DeCampi thought she wouldn't get away with and what she thought she would get away with. That's um, amazing. I would so, love to learn more about that. For instance, uh, she was not surprised when she got the note that you can't make jokes about child predation in an Archie book. Uh, but she was uh, very surprised when they did not get notes uh, about her use of emojis for the predator's speech. <laughs> she expected them to be like, uh, <laughs> why? Because why? all of us, the readers, had that response, but I apparently not Big Archie. I literally, like, forget it's a thing until I open the book <laughs> every time and, like, see, you know, Betty and Veronica fighting in Predator Vision, and it's like, heart eyes, check mark, check mark, okay sign, 100. <laughs> And then bullseye, 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 rocket ship. And it's like, is this predator getting horny to see this cat fight? Like, I guess so. I never, like, that's my best guess is he's just like, but look at these powerful women. In the second one, mm-hmm. where they like have a whole, it's a whole thing that they can't understand what he's saying. Right. And they need Tony Topaz to translate from emoji. And you're like, wait, what? Which again, I know we brought it up. <laughs> During the episode, what does but... it sound like? Is he saying heart eyes? Check mark, check mark. <laughs> Can they somehow is... yeah. see? Is he emitting some kind of ultrasonic sound that causes the image of a check mark to form in your mind? Maybe it just like when a predator speaks, it just gives everyone around it like what is it aphasia or whatever yeah. when you like hear color like, or I something. See heart eyes. Yeah, exactly. Everyone just is like, oh, I get it. I know what he's saying. That I, is yeah. so weird. It's so good. So they didn't question that one. They they didn't question that one, which is uh, amazing. Just interesting. Also, Alex DeCampi read four thousand pages of Archie comics in prep for this. That's more than we've read. I was trying to figure. I was like, do you think? I was like trying to think today when I was preparing. Like, I wonder if I've read four thousand pages, and in my lifetime. Maybe. But how many of them were the same pages? That's a very good point, because we did just reread, like, the same six digests for about ten years. But I've maybe read, maybe, but I would be surprised if I've read that much. And uh, I wasn't really reading most of it, you know, usually I'm just flipping through, looking Mm -hmm. at the dumb shit going on. Funny picture. What's this called? Adorable athlete. I'm not reading this fucking comic. Funny man go boom boom. (laughs) Basically, yeah. And so, yeah, so she read 4,000 pages. Um, She specifically wanted, like, the 1940s Betty and Veronica because they had more edge, according to her, which I liked a lot. Now, that is the era where Veronica's a rich bitch who doesn't give a shit about Archie and Mm -hmm. Betty's an insane person, right? I think that's probably what she was going for, which I will say comes through fairly strongly. And like, no, I do get those vibes. What what really shows that to me is I think it's the page when when Betty's punched in the face. That is part of it, but it's the um, when they all wish upon a star (laughs) and they've all got their different wish. And Betty's is Archie, but Veronica's Archie. It's Archie. In a heart, with hearts around it. It's a good point. Veronica's is flawless victory, which, like, if that's not that's such a, vibe. a... That's not a rich bitch attitude, like, I don't know what is. Yeah, that's pretty great. Um, yeah. No, I, I thought it was really good. Um, I just... 
could not get over this one. Uh, what is it? They continuously, when they were announcing this comic in headlines, had to add the tagline that it was not a joke and that this was a real comic that was coming out. It was just... Did they have any kind of content warnings on this? Not as far as I know. Like What year? 2015? 2015, yeah. Like, I feel like it probably could have used some of that. I How could see that. How many people were like, oh, my six-year-old loves Archie. It I'll is, get them this. It is Archie versus Predator, though. Yeah, but look at that cover. It's just like the gang at the beach and in the background is a Predator head. That doesn't really indicate that there's going to be horrible slaughter. It, I, I definitely know what you mean. Especially, I think the art style is what like throws yeah. it one way more than the For other. Because sure. if you look at the art style, like if you see the cover of Archie versus Predator 2, you know that's going to be some It looks like a graphic shit. novel, and it Archie does. versus Predator looks like a comic book. Exactly. And I actually read that Fernando Ruiz basically was like, he experimented drawing the whole series in a more realistic art style. But everyone was like, no, you gotta do the <laughs> classic do it. Archie shit, because that was the plan from the beginning. Yeah. Um, but like, It's it, so good. And it would be a completely different book if it was kind of in that, was at the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina style. Yeah. You know, kind of sketchy, very... Which, again, I need to recommend... The Hellboy meets Sabrina short comic uh, that comes in the hardcover Archie vs. Predator. It's so good. It's so good. Um, So let's do a little interjection here. Please. Because in Archie vs. Predator 2, Mm -hmm. we talk a lot about how all the crazy stuff the girls have done over the years to get Archie. Yes. And they talk about how they both summoned the devil. Yeah. So let's let's just do a summary of that comic. I would love that. Where I can share with everyone... How Betty and Veronica summoned the devil. What did they call him? It was like Mr. Mr. Inferno. Mr. Okay, I was going to say Mr. Flame. I wasn't far off. So this is from Archie's Girls, Betty and Veronica, number 75. What's going on on the cover there? Is that a couple (laughs) aliens? Yeah, the cover is um, Betty and Veronica are both in phone booths talking. (laughs) And some aliens are saying, notice how the Earth females (laughs) like to isolate themselves and make strange noises. Love that. So cool. This is a comic from... uh, let me, let me see. 1962. Interesting. That's a weird year for the girls to summon the devil. Yeah, it's pre-Satanic Panic. That's what I thought, uh-huh. yeah. So this is Archie's girls, Betty and Veronica, in Mr. Inferno. <laughs> so this is when everyone in America was just cool with the devil. Yeah, we loved the devil everyone back in the 60s. <laughs> super the, the hot for the devil. The free love period, are you yeah. kidding me? That's a fair point, yeah. So um, we see Betty and Archie. Manson. <laughs> yeah, Betty, Archie, and Charlie Manson walking in the park. No, that's got to be a crossover. No, no Manson. Uh, well, the Beach Boys are probably in a comic, so that only puts them one degree of separation away. That's fair. Um, yeah, Betty and Archie are walking in the park. Mm-hmm. Betty is uh, love-struck, sort of mm. looks drunk. Yeah, she does, yeah. And Veronica is coming up Love her in skirt, the background. Though. Yeah, she's got a fun skirt with yeah, some, like, some pom-poms. Yeah, I like that. Um, Betty is like, Archie, I could listen to you all day. And Archie <laughs> says, I could talk to you all day. Someday when Ronnie's out of town, and then he runs away. Jesus Christ. Straight to Ronnie, and they walk away with hearts over their heads. I just also, there are way too many comics that the plot is just Archie's shitty to Betty. <laughs> Basically all of the ones from the 60s. I just, and, I've been uh, reading so many of them eras. lately. But yeah, please. Okay, there's some interesting stuff <laughs> yeah. happening on this page. Yeah, this so is I'm fun because gonna... Ezra can see the comic I'm referencing. I can never see it when we're recording remote, uh-huh. so I'm very excited now. So we see Betty looking pissed, and she thinks to herself, there's nothing I wouldn't do to get that red-headed rascal. Oh, shit. That's cruel. There's like a puff of smoke behind her, and a sinister man appears saying... Thinking to himself, that's my cue. Mm. Now help me describe this man. He's got some, like, a severe widow's peak and a very pointy nose. My best description, and I don't know if you know this character, but just go ahead and Google a picture of Namor the Submariner from (laughs) DC Marvel Marvel Comics. Here, let me. Pretty much just Namor the Submariner with a very pointy nose. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's got severe eyebrows, I weird mean, pointy eyes. He's in a suit, though. He's not a narrow, yeah, <laughs> typical, like, fish-made so underpants. this man is wearing a suit. Yes. Um, and he 
He's like some red effect coming off him that I guess is supposed to be fire, but doesn't really look like fire. No, it looks like blood's just kind of <laughs> falling on his ears. <laughs> so he comes up behind Betty and he's like, nothing you wouldn't do. And she's scared. She's <laughs> there. <laughs> he's like, call me Mr. Inferno. Very subtle. I can grant your wish. For a price, you will pay at a later date. That's not ominous at all. Betty agrees to that instantly. Uh, um, does, she, does she say price schmice? She does say that. Okay. You've got yourself a deal, mister. As he lights a cigarette. He lights a cigarette with a snap of his fingers and says, I hope you like warm climates. It really only could be the de literal devil who could smoke in an Archie comic. Like, no one yeah. else would make sense. Or just, like, the bad kid in high school, That's you know, true. who's like, come on, let's go smoke some cigarettes in, in the parking one of lot. those Spire Christian ones. Yeah. yeah. So, she questions that, and it's like, warm climates, and he's like, oh, you might want to visit mm -mm, uh, what we call down south. Oh, my God. And she's like, it's sounds good. I don't like snow. And he's like, oh, you'll never be cold again with me. What the fuck? <laughs> Betty's like, sounds Doesn't good. Doesn't get this at all. Also, this man's basically just like, you'll come with me. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, cool. So, okay. <laughs> um, he's like, thinking to himself, she's almost too willing. And what? then um, <laughs> the devil's questioning. <laughs> I know. He's like, this is suspicious. <laughs> No, I think he's, like, excited about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> this is weird. So she's like, now you're into the deal. Drags him away. And he's like, don't introduce me to Archie. I I can only be seen by the people I help. Is this going to be like that one Spongebob comic where the frying Dutchman or whatever gets Spongebob and Patrick and then immediately is like, take them back. I don't want them. <laughs> They're annoying. Um... Betty is like, how is that possible? And he's like, don't worry about it. And wow. again, she doesn't. That's that easy. So she says hi to Archie. He immediately is bonkers with love for her. Uh, yeah. He's like, Veronica who? I don't know any Veronica. And she's like, oh, you little devil. And then Mr. Oh Inferno is like, hey. Oh, my God. Um, he gets offended. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he literally says, please, you insult me. <laughs> By comparing me to this fucking tool. I know. Again, Betty doesn't pick up on fucking anything. No, yeah, really doesn't. So Betty tells Archie, um, you have to tell Ronnie about us. He's like, okay, sounds good. Betty seduced me with her devil powers. He goes up to Veronica, says, um, it's no use. He's mad about Betty. Hmm. Veronica is mad and goes looking for Betty. Okay. And when Betty and Mr. Inferno see her coming, he's like, uh, uh I gotta go. Bye. I thought, why? Wait, why is she scared of Veronica now? <laughs> She's like, why are you so nervous? Can't you only be seen by people you help? And then Veronica's like, hey! Mr. Inferno! Okay, that's pretty is this good. you're doing? <laughs> that's pretty fucking good. And then they're both like, wait, we can both see him? Alright. So they've both summoned Mr. Inferno. Oh my god. With their need to possess Archie. This boy's He, I guess, soul agreed to it in, in both hand. cases. Yeah, Jesus. They start fighting, and they're like, wait a minute, he made the same pact with both of us. He's afraid of them. What? And then he's like, the deal's off. Tempers like that are even too much for my place. And he vanishes into the earth. Some the end. Cool coded language about female like That's emotion. That's the whole comic. Even the devil doesn't want to deal with a woman who's angry. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. So that's Mr. Inferno. And that's why Archie versus Predator 2 keeps referencing the time they both summoned the devil. I love that one, but too. But Veronica did first. Because it's like, it feels similar to one of the ones with, like, jingles and jangles. But... But it's the devil and not Santa. And they, there's also just, like, a lot less reverence about this, like, magical creature. Like, you know, they're usually, like, a big, like, at least, like, seven-page story about these characters and the hijinks. Sometimes yeah. it's two parts. Yeah. But the devil gets, like, five pages... <laughs> And, it is the and the most perfunctory, like, uh, twist at the end where it's just like, oh, I summoned <laughs> I love that, though. Let me just say, these fucking 60s comics are wild. The second one in this volume that's mm -hmm. after that, mm -hmm. 
is about Veronica, and she's just like, every time I tell a lie, things stick to my hands. And that's just a thing that happens. What the fuck? <laughs> and then the gag is at the end, it happens to Mr. Weatherby. And like... <laughs> what? That's <laughs> it? Like, we just accept that, that that's she's a got thing that happens sticky when hands you lie when sometimes. you lie, I guess. Is that like the old thing where people are like, well, if you jack off, your hands will get hairy or whatever? <laughs> is that like yeah. a thing parents told their kids where it's like, if you lie, your hands will stick to everything? <laughs> yeah, so wow. it's very weird. I love that shit. I, I the found the 60s uh, are a weird era in uh, comic books. Oh, very much so. I, in one of, the, uh, one of the comics I almost prepared for a different episode was the classic where... Uh, what is it? Betty or no? Archie and Veronica go scuba diving to an island, and then Betty and Reggie oh, also God, go scuba diving, and they like and they do, do a switcheroo underwater, but they switch with the wrong couple. Oh no! And an it's ugly just like couple probably. <laughs> Knowing Archie. Pretty much. Oh, God. Speaking of that (laughs) plot line, there's a fucking plot line where there's another comic where Reggie leaves a fake little black book with only, (sighs) as he calls, like, real turkeys of girls. Oh, good. uh, He, like, with their phone numbers. And so Archie makes a date. He just finds it on the ground (laughs) and makes a date date with with two of them. Um, And then he goes on the date, or, like, Chuck is like, hey, Reggie set you up. They're not. They're turkeys or something. Oh my god, what and is he's this like, coded language? <laughs> I don't know, man. But then Archie's like, I'll go on the dates anyway. And it ends with Betty and Veronica being like, fuck you, Reggie. Archie's a good du- guy for still going on those he dates with these- He break a date with that ugly girl. Yeah, and then so Reggie's like, well, I guess maybe I need to date <laughs> ugly girls in order to get on the side of the girls I actually want to date. It was so bad. And then like- the g- ugly girl they show at the end, she's just got, like, a real human-shaped face, and she's not drawn with, like, a she teardrop a, for a head. She's Betty and Veronica model. No, it was terrible. I was like, this was made in, like, 1997, too. Yeah. Yeah. I man. really appreciated it in Archie vs. Predator 2, the little, like, back and forth about body shapes. Like, yeah. it was shitty. But yeah. it was shitty in the way Veronica would be. Yeah, exactly. And it addresses that even the rebooted Betty and Veronica are still very hot. Oh, yeah, definitely. They like, don't look like normal teens. None of the teens in Archie actually look like teens. Like No. And you can tell when they're trying to be inclusive because they make characters like Bridget. And then they have like weird looking faces sometimes on like the bit characters where yeah. it's like, this is a real person we're trying to model. And those are like, my favorites. There's they at look least, so weird. There's at least two of those in Archie versus Predator <laughs> where you like just see this character that's very clearly, there's one right there, very clearly, I think that's supposed to be a Schwarzenegger okay, uh, lookalike. Yep. And then I think there's a Carl Weathers lookalike later on oh. right there. But it's really unclear. It's, like, very clearly supposed to be a character. They're doing something. But I don't get who it's supposed to be. Um, Yeah, man, I I really don't know. I I always like when they do, like, over... It's like the uh, SpongeBob close-up paintings when they try and make it look like a real person. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Fucking... I'm... Kind of running out of stuff to uh, think so, about for Archie versus Predator One. There's just too I wanted much to, to touch cover. on um, the introduction Alex DeCampi wrote for Archie versus Predator Two. Please, we covered a little bit of this in our mm. last episode, but just to reiterate, yeah. So this is where I learned the interesting thing that prior to Archie versus Predator, mm. no one had ever been killed in an Archie crossover. Oh, I realize that distinction is made because Archie was killed. In, in the, the mainstream. Ar- Arch- yeah, but that Life wasn't a crossover. With, right. Life with Archie, I think. Yeah, and yeah. that's when he was saving Ke- Kevin uh, Keller. Senator Keller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, my favorite. <laughs> but even my if Archie meets Punisher, no one was killed. That's interesting. <laughs> right? I would have assumed someone would die. Yeah. What's the plot of Archie versus Punisher? I've <laughs> never read it. Well, Clearly, that's our next thing yeah, we have we to do. Yeah, we gotta do that. Fuck. All right. Um,. And so, in her introduction, Alex wrote that, like, first of all, people kept telling her, I don't know how you made this work. And she was like, it's a teen slasher film. How would it not work? It's a really good point. Yeah. Um, But she also looked back on it as a last hurrah, because it was the final mainstream Archie comic 
to feature the classic Archie characters. And it also featured the classic Predator, because both series were rebooted after this comic came out. Interesting. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, I don't know anything about the Predator, really. So I've seen uh, the movies. I was way into like Alien versus Predator when I was a teen um, because it's two of the best movie monster designs in history thrown into one movie. Even yeah. though the movie sucks ass, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a very uh, aesthetically pleasing, aesthetically pleasing action porn. Yeah. No. Yeah. I. I never realized that, really, like, that this was kind of a goodbye to these characters, which I honestly makes me love it even more. Well, it also explains why the second one is so different. It's true, yeah. Because, um, I mean, that was one of the things, like, that's one of the big plot points in that, is that, like, the girls are canceled, quote-unquote. Like, yeah. their series is gone, so they have nowhere, like, there's no new beginnings for them. She described it as a story about growing up and finding your place in the world. Losing the approval of the people you base your self-worth on and figuring out what to do next. Yeah. A joyous exploration of the absurdity of Archie continuity. Yeah, I loved that. Like, honestly, like, we give Archie vs. Predator 2 some guff just because it gets insane right away. But it's the fucking best. It is. Like, I really love it when a something gets very meta, honestly. If they do it well. Instantly. Like, instantly meta in the best possible way. Isn't, like, one of the first things they do is break the fourth wall? Yeah. Like, like, like literally. literally the first line is Betty Cooper looking at you, the reader, and yep. saying, I'm Betty Cooper. Yeah, so, like... This is Veronica Lodge. And they do it so well, too. Like, it calls up, like you said, it's like this, uh, you're no longer a kid, you're trying to find your place in the world, and yeah. you've only existed in this world that is built for you, and all of a sudden it's not. Well, and it's interesting, too, because obviously Archie Archie characters have been the same for a long time. Yes. Like, not the same, but... Pretty much, though, It yeah. hasn't been rebooted, Mm-mm. you know, since the beginning it's- until now. Like, there was Chick Andrews, and then there was, like, the Archie we kind of know, mm-hmm. and he's gone through various stages of being shitty and, like, less shitty, but... He didn't really change a lot. No. I mean, it's... He it's, was always, like, you know, the teen, and this was the love triangle, and Jughead was the friend. Yeah. And then they did this reboot in 2015. Right. And so it's kind of like a goodbye to all of us who grew up with that Archie. Yeah. It's it's really cool, like, and I think it's really well done, too, to make it as irreverent as possible, like, a farewell. Yeah. They're like, we're literally just gonna blow his head up, <laughs> like, at the end of the comic, like, <laughs> goodbye, yeah. Archie, here's your, it's, your head's yeah. all over the floor and walls, like, yeah. and it really does, um, oh, hell, I forgot about the, I forgot the parallel I was gonna make, but yeah, it is really just, like, this wild finale to the series um, oh, that's what it was. It's not like, to your point, it's not like they had, like, a crisis on Infinite Earths, and then yeah. an Infinite Crisis, then a New 52, and a... Right. Re- like, they weren't constantly starting these new continuities and timelines mm-hmm. until... They changed things about the continuity, but not big things, you know? It's like they added Chuck and Nancy. Right. Like, you know, Bridget moved to town, or and whatever. And that's shit that within the world of Archie, you can easily explain away... Within the logic yeah. of the world. Like, you don't have to be like, whoa, we're changing everything to right. introduce you this You don't need a new crisis character. on Infinite Earths to introduce, like, a kid that's just always been there. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, and there's even characters that I don't know about that they've slotted in over the years. Yeah. Like, there's, I think Raj is a new yeah. character, and Kumi is a new character, and, you know, we know Ginger Lopez, and F- Frankie, I think, is her... I don't know. I don't know. She's got a brother who does music or something but like even that like i'm not too aware of but then they came to what was it 2015 or 2014 they did or it'd be 2015 yeah they did this new archie yeah Yeah. and that was when you got the um was it brian k vaughn did the uh archie comic i don't remember i don't remember but they're really great stuff but they are very different like in a good way i i just think it's really fun way of saying goodbye and you know we say saying goodbye but that's only within the context of like archie comics you get in a single issue and the digest still exists constantly yeah i see them constantly yeah. like i have stacks like, they're and making stacks new of them. old school archie comics right it's just not the primary focus of the company which is fair like because yeah. they've been doing that consistently for again like 80 years now or whatever so for them to just, like, also have this little fun 
side project that they're working on mm-hmm. doing all this like Archie and Sabrina and the Jughead series and shit like that. It's very good content. It is. And the writers <clears throat> and like the places they've gone with this new reboot have just been absolutely fantastic, I think. Yeah. Like and I'll say it, one of my favorite things that they did is they officially made Jughead Ace. Like Yeah, I do love that. I love that. And that's Chip Zdarsky's Jughead, which is Well, and is it's one of those things right. where, like, that's probably always been true. Like, Jughead has literally never been interested in girls. Oh, yeah. Like, the and, you know, we say literally never, and it's like, well, what about that one storyline where the butcher girl? And it's like, okay, but that's just, like, a fucking gag at the end of a yeah. comic, you know, where it's like, this girl sells hot dogs Jughead's horny for her. Yeah. Like, no, he's pretty much throughout his existence, even in the first fucking comic where he's got those, was it, the suspenders with one strap undone, oh, yeah. or, or the overalls with one strap yeah, undone. Yeah. God. And, uh, yeah, even then he was just like, girls, no good comes out of that, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, hate girls, wish yeah. they were all dead. What, Jughead? <laughs> it's like, ooh, the very early Jughead was much less PC about his dislike of... and misogyny. Yeah, than, uh, there's just some straight-up sexism going uh-huh. on rather than... Uh, Let's be real, Ezra. There still is. There is, yeah. There's plenty of that going on. I mentioned the comic called Adorable Athlete. That's literally a title from an Archie comic that I found in a double digest where you, Megan, had taken a pen, underlined the title four <laughs> times, and just wrote no in big letters next yeah. to it. Because, yeah, that's a terrible name for a comic. Was it about, like, a girl athlete? Yeah, of course it was. It was this new, cute athlete girl that Archie and Reggie are horny for, so they keep doing all her sports, and then the gag at the end is that she is getting a soda with Dilton because she doesn't want sports in her personal life. She gets enough of that or something, so she wants a smart guy. It's just, yeah, it's really bad. Love it. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I, I, I don't know, like... I'm very hopeful and excited that Archie continues to do this shit. And, like, they are. They're doing interesting stuff. Yeah, Archie versus Sharknado is a thing. Oh, that's right. We even did that on here. Like, that is one of the wackiest comics I think we've done. Yeah, they kill a lot of people in that. Which I love that they set that precedent. They're like, you know what? We're going to do some crazy shit. Yeah, like... Mr. Lodge, you're done. We've been wholesome for a long, long time. So I think we've... Well, yeah. Wholesome in their own words. Yeah, um, <laughs> we've been self-defined as wholesome. <laughs> exactly. Uh, for a very long time, so I think it's time to shed and get a new bad boy image a little yeah. bit. Um, with, I know, we, I, we, we did Blossom's Triple Six, and then yeah. there's... The Horror Archie series is great. And it I, all is. I love it so much. One day, I think maybe maybe for a Halloween episode, we should do Afterlife with Archie, which that will have a trigger warning. Yeah. Because that is... That triggered me pr- something fierce the first time I read it, and it put me in a bad mood for the rest of the day. It's pretty rough. It's extremely well done. Um, and remember again, that is, because that's Roberto Aguirre Casa. Yeah. Yeah. And he Isn't is a his, like, hell of a writer. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was like his intro into the Archie well, I think there was supposed world. to be another one, too. Like, it wasn't a finished piece. Yeah. And um, I think he just started producing... Or writing, just doing like, so the much. show and became the creative director of Archie. I think, yeah, it's played And now he just full. doesn't have time to do that, and it's like, no! And as far as I know, it's one I of those things more. that they're still planning on maybe doing more of yeah, eventually. Yeah, I think he, like, won't let other people do it because he, he wants to do it. Which, like, please do. Like, yeah. I would no, I want read him to do the it fuck too. out of that. But again, like, it's dark as hell and, like, brilliantly yeah. done. Um... And then, yeah, Jughead the Hunger, Vampironica, great shit. We've, We've talked discussed. about them at length, like, for all yeah. of these. All right, so how about this? Yes. What other horror movie Archie crossovers are you here for? Well, I already mentioned Archie meets Stephen King's It. Like, yeah, that's that's definitely... that's your dream. And I, now, I think, too, just because it's work? so ripe for the pick... Okay, so... Would they, would they be the children from, like, Stephen King's It? Or would they meet those children as teens somehow? Oh my god, is it Little Archie? And I the think... gang and Pennywise, like... So this is, this is what I'm picturing as we're talking about it. Yeah. Because I think you've got a good idea. I think there's a good way of doing a crossover where it is just kind of like it's an alternate timeline where the gang just also grew up in Derry. And so well, they obviously 
Dairy has to be Riverdale. Right, River Dairy. Oh my god. <laughs> um, River Dairy. And so they're all in River Dairy. And no. the gang the gang is also like picked on by what's his name? Oh Victor Chris, Bugs I think. Book me. <laughs> yeah. It's an Encyclopedia Brown Archie Stephen King's Ant crossover. <laughs> no. The kid from Lil Archie. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, fuck. What the hell is this? Thanks, Fogarty. Um, the same energy. Yeah, no. Yeah, what's his, I can't remember his name. It's like Henry or whatever. The, the Yeah, there's like That's Victor Chris and Belch Huggins. I can't remember the main bad guy's name. Yeah. But like, they're also picked on. And then they team up with the losers. And then it's it's just Stephen King's It, but Archie King is also there. And then you have, they all come back later yeah, so as adults. Yeah, so would the orgy scene include all of the Archie King Well, okay, also? that's, we're going to take that out, because <laughs> that is the only part of that, well, not the only part, but that is one of the only parts yeah. of that book that doesn't need to be there. You don't think that was necessary? No, I don't. <laughs> Since that was, that character's purpose within the group was to have sex with the boys, like, Yay, yay. Stephen King! Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's that's the first one I can think of. Do you have one? Because uh, I've got a couple others in mind. Oh, God. You go with another one. I mean, just because we're already on the Archie versus Predator, I think we got to do an Archie versus Alien, right? Like, I don't know yeah, no, quite I think what Alien that would be. Would be good. I feel like... Maybe that's a Cosmo crossover. Oh, my God. Like, where Archie and Cosmo are like tooling around space. Or it could be like <laughs> a, one of those on ones them. where Betty like went and saw Alien and now she's like, Dear Diary, what if oh, we man. were in Alien? And then it's just a retelling of Alien, but with the gang. And obviously Betty would be Ripley. Oh, that would be so... I am so down for that. it's her own fantasy. Yeah, she would be as competent as Ripley, which thankfully... But instead of a... Oh, and she even has a cat. It yeah, would be it'd be Carmel, Carmel yeah. That'd be perfect. Um, who would who would be the John Hurt character who gets their chest burst open right away? Reggie. Or Dilton. Or Dilton. I, I could see Dilton, I, They actually. like to kill Dilton no. really early because he's smart boy. And Dilton would be just... the Ian Holm cyborg android, right? Like, he'd be the secret or android in the Veronica? group. Mm, ooh, that's We've a good one. Gotta make Veronica a bad guy somehow because it's Betty's fantasy. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe, I actually kind of think Veronica, I can't remember the actor's name, but it he's like the second to last, the, the black guy, the second to yeah. last person to die. I feel like that would be Veronica, mm-hmm. just because her and Betty are like actually smart and capable and working I mean, that's together. True. But I think that could be a good one. Um, some way, maybe, maybe it'd be like one of those weird plot lines where it's like, <laughs> Mr. Lodge sent us to space. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just in space. Like, yeah. there's one I read where it's like, I think there's two panels of intro before a shark attacks them. And it's just like first panel. I think I actually have it in the book I brought with me today, but it's like first panel. uh, Archie's like, sure was nice of your dad to invite us to his new resort. Second panel, Jughead's fishing. And he's like, my line is shaking. And then Betty says, the whole deck is shaking. And then a shark attacks the dock. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much all the intro you need for Archie meets Alien. Yeah. Yeah. Sure was nice of your dad to send us on this deep space voyage. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then they're... Sad that I'll never see my parents again because they're aging 50 years (laughs) while I'm in hypersleep, but... It was really cool of your dad to get us a job on this deep deep space mining voyage. Yeah. We'll make bank in 27 years when we get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fine because we were all dating each other, so, you know. Now maybe, now maybe, and bear with me, but Archie meets It Follows. Oh! I think that's perfectly set up, which that's just a whole movie about teen, to be fair, teen sex, which doesn't happen so a lot in Archie. what would it be called? Would it be like Arch, Arch Follows? follows? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> we went the exact same road. Um, oof, man, I, I feel We've like in the Arch Archie follows, uh, Bet follows, <laughs> Zit follows, <laughs> I don't know why it's Zit follows, because they're teens Now what about a fun Stepford Wives Archie crossover? Ooh, okay, I am down for a Stepford Wives thing, <laughs> that would be delightful. As long as they do it like the book Stepford Wives, which I've heard Where is actually, actually a commentary, and not the movie from... I mean, the movie's from... a pretty 
direct commentary. Now, which just, movie are you talking? I mean, the remake is still pretty clear. It just is it's a just happy a bad, ending yeah. because they didn't have balls. That's true. Um, it's also just poorly made. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's still a commentary, just less cutting, I feel yeah. like, you know? But I like Bette Midler, so... Yeah, I will say, when Bette Midler's... Oh, I think that was a deleted scene, though, when her boobs are, like, a cooler See, for beer. there's a whole family story about that. Yeah. Where, like, <laughs> I saw the deleted scene, and Mom was like, are they appropriate for Ezra, though? And I was like, yeah, totally. And there's a deleted scene where she starts malfunctioning and making sex noises. And I didn't know they were sex noises because I was also younger. Yeah. And I thought she was just like malfunctioning. And mom was like, How could you say this was appropriate? Oh my god. And I was like, I thought it was. Is it not? What's happening? Oh my goodness. It reminds me of when we were watching. I have no idea how old uh, we were at this point. It's like when we watched the Tom Hanks Leonardo DiCaprio film Catch Me If You Can. And Tom Hanks tells the joke Knock, knock, who's there? Go fuck yourself. (laughs) And I didn't know fuck was a bad word, so I told that joke to my whole family while we were watching it. (laughs) And I just remember our parents hurriedly covering my mouth and then my ears, because they didn't know what to cover at that point. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. Maybe like a uh, St. Elmo's Fire uh, crossover with... Do you know that? The, I don't. Is 80- that a horror movie? No, it's not. I'm just going <laughs> a fully different direction. Okay. Yeah, we're just talking it's like about one of those fun Archie crossovers. It's like a John Hughes coming of age movie kind uh-huh. of thing. Yeah, I think now that here's an be good. Archie crossover I need, and mm-hmm. it's Twin Peaks. Oh, and I can't yeah. believe that doesn't exist, but I've never been able to find it. Listeners, write in. I f- definitely find that strange that that doesn't exist. Because it was but huge it- in the '90s, and. Like, I don't know. It definitely seems like one of those things that the Archie crew would be into. Like, not the, not the gang in the like comics, some but the writers. small references. Yeah. That, like, you wouldn't be able to search for easily. I just gotta start reading every you Archie know, comic written in the 90s. I did forget all those times when Archie just looks at the camera and says, damn fine coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <that laughs> and then there's all those foot shots. <laughs> All the times where Veronica just swirls around the chocolate shop with her head down. She's dancing to Veronica's theme. Yeah. Yeah. No, that and would Betty's be a wonderful dad crossover. At her. I don't know. They're just eating big bowls of garden poja above the convenience store or whatever. Yes, yeah. on a Formica table. Yeah. Sounds good. I would, yeah. I'm going to write for it that. and then maybe I'll pitch it to Big Archie and it'll yeah. make my dreams come true. I have an artist friend who I'm going to be commissioning to do some work. Uh, maybe he he's also a big fan of uh, Twin Peaks, so maybe we can talk to him about making yes. this comic. Yeah, that would be wonderful. And then we'll just pitch it directly to Archie and secure our futures. They'll be like, this is treason. (laughs) You've committed a crime against the United States. (laughs) You're going to Guantanamo? That's that's not up anymore, is it? I think they closed Guantanamo. Let's not talk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Uh, did you ever think of something you'd like to, apart from Twin Peaks, I mean, like a I, horror I crossover? Stepford Wives. Stepford Wives um, would be, yeah, that's true. I feel like I watch a lot of indie, what, okay, what about some Chopping Mall? Chopping Mall would be great. Yeah, there need to be more teen slasher, yeah, like, teen Archie's. slasher Archie vibe is brilliant. Um, and of course, Chopping Mall, for those who haven't been blessed to see it, is about a mall. It's, of course, made in the 80s and mm-hmm. set in the 80s. Mm-hmm. It's a shopping mall that gets a new state-of-the-art robot security (laughs) guard. There's very little chopping, unfortunately. (laughs) There's a lot of, like, lasers? Are there lasers? I think it's lasers, because it's a robot, Um, and that was all robots did in the 80s. These teens work at a furniture store in the mall. I could not tell you what happens plot-wise in that movie. They spend the night to have a sex party. Yeah, as they do in the 80s. And there's a lot of just sex shots, because it's also the 80s, man. It's like a sexploitation teen slasher, you know. That was fun, because we watched it with our parents for the first time during quarantine over zoom <laughs> yeah yeah um, um so we got to enjoy all those hot teen sex bods yeah i feel like a f- or uh what is it friday the 13th crossover would be very yeah, good yeah like, the classic horror yeah or maybe maybe not how about a new maybe not nightmare on elm street that's american like american horror story starring ooh, the gang that would be rough Ooh, ooh. hang on though 
to transition off of that, a Riverdale American Horror oh Story crossover, where it's just the cast of Riverdale Do as the main cast. Do they have cast. any cast in common? They must, I feel right? like they There's must. So They're so in campy both in both of them, you know? Like, there was that whole, I didn't watch it, but the whole eight American Horror Story, like, 80s one is, like, yeah. some hardcore Riverdale flashback vibes. Yeah. yeah. There's something, uh, what is it, CW? Hit us up. Yeah. And FX, whoever has American Horror Story. I don't remember. It's the channel crossover that's been- I'll just write Ryan Murphy a letter. Yeah. And I'm sure he'll make it happen. Uh, R-E, do a blind CC for Roberto Corsicasa on that letter. Yeah, I'll start it, dear sir. Dear sir. And then I can write it to both of them. And just like, uh, what is it, find and replace the name of the show? I won't even include it. (laughs) My favorite shows are One American of y- Horror yes. Story and Riverdale. Your show would be prime for a crossover. With the other. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that'd be perfect. Okay, I think we've got some good ideas we can uh, pitch to. Yeah, so we'll start pitching to networks. Yep. We're going to need you to fund our Kickstarter to mm-hmm. get these made, because we're doing it ourselves, I guess. Our stretch goal is $25,000. $25,000, uh, that's right. Yes, $25,000. That's <laughs> how much it costs movie. to make a TV show, right, these days? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> On a big network with well, here, big names. Well, here, I've got $50 right here. <laughs> we're, we're already halfway, halfway there. there. Um, so yeah, that stretch goal, if you get the, if we get that stretch goal. We'll send you a bracelet. (laughs) I was gonna say, we'll get like a signed photo from, I don't know, KJ Appa or whatever. (laughs) But it's signed by Ryan Murphy, that's the weird thing. We actually signed them, but with Ryan Murphy's name. Uh, in KJ Appa's handwriting. It's a lot of work that goes into doing this. Yeah, we had to find that time KJ Appa wrote Ryan Murphy's name so we could copy it. It did happen. Well, yeah. Yeah, obviously. Everybody does that at least Everyone's writing KJ Appa's, or Ryan Murphy's name. It was when he wrote KJ Appa plus Ryan Murphy for On his notebook. (laughs) notebook (laughs) in high school. He just kept writing it and like, Mr. KJ (laughs) Appa Murphy. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> outside of his That's binder it. yeah I mean, this is some weird energy huh it's because we're in, in a room yeah together. i know okay um but i think we've just about gotten to now any any thoughts yes before we close it out archie versus predator what are your broad stroke impressions um, i would say for me yes i really deeply love the start of archie versus predator with mm-hmm. the fernando ruiz art mm-hmm classic style i think that is just such an amazing setup for this yes and that the second volume just brings it home with a killer story like not that the story of archie versus predator isn't good but it's a slasher there's not a lot of content there it's a lot of screaming and dying yes and then the second one with the like memory lane and the references to like every archie thing that's ever happened it's um it feels a lot like if these, like, so this is what it, the analog to me would be is like if some studio released like a kind of campy, kind of, kind of B movie, but like top quality B movie, teen slasher film. Yeah. And then the sequel was like, get out, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> where, yeah. where you're just like, whoa, this is some hardcore universal yeah. truths, my man. Like. And it's just this, like you said, it's an amazing start. It's an amazing finish. They're completely different um, in the best ways. But like, they, like, counterbalance each other, you yeah. know? It's, like, and especially, a little bit light and fluffy and then a bit heavy and dark. And yes. they, like, merge. Yes. It's, like, I don't know. Uh, I would My broad strokes would just be, like, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's hilarious. I can't get over the art and the writing is just like so fucking funny and it's so tight that you don't realize that they blow through the exposition to get them to a tropical island within like 12 panels. It's a page like and it's just so quick and it reads like a flash like it's like watching a very well written but kind of cheesy horror movie and I just think it's real. I really want to read all of Archie versus Predator two, just because I yeah. haven't actually read that. I've just gotten what Megan's told us mm-hmm. about on the podcast, and like that is just so wacky and out there that I would love to read so I that think one. Alex DeCampi 
Fucking crushed it. Absolutely. And I really want to check out her other shit. Fernando Ruiz for the first one, and then Robert Hack for the second. Yes. Just nailed the vibe of each perfectly. Yes, definitely. And if I'm not mistaken, I, I'm pretty sure that, yeah, Robert Hack does the art for Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Um, Hell yeah. Which, that makes sense. Which I, like, it's one of those things you look at it it's and you can know, almost but... positively be like, that's Chilling Adventures. But yeah. I, I know that because he did the art for the Sabrina Meets Hellboy crossover <laughs> from the nice. original Archie vs. Predator. So, um, But yeah, I think I think we can probably leave it there. Yeah. This is just pick it up, read it, find it if you yeah. can. Get it from your local library if a you can. A physical copy, do comicsology if you loan. need to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really worth the read. It, it really is. Or go to your local comic book store. Um, yeah. And if they don't have one, I'm sure they can order one for you. I know that once I started working there, the local comic book store I worked at didn't have it out of stock because I wouldn't let them. Nice. Uh, because there's nothing greater than talking to a 45-year-old person who's like, man, I remember Archie from when I was a kid. And it's like, oh, do you? <laughs> let me show <laughs> look at, you. Look at Pop Tate's head exploding in this panel. So, yeah. It's <laughs> who's a- your Archie now, <laughs> yeah. old man? <laughs> exactly. And they just gnash their teeth and rend yeah. their clothes uh uh-huh. They can't imagine, they can't picture what exactly I'm showing them. No. Um, but yeah, without any further ado, we can probably start getting into the, um, I don't know, closing stuff, the, the housekeeping. closing housekeeping. Yeah. So as always, you can find us at various places around the internet. Uh, best place to find everything we do is going to be our website, riverdalehighav.club. That's it. It's got links to our social media, which includes our Instagram and our Twitter. It's got every episode we've ever done, um, except for our special Patreon episode. But there are links to our Patreon on our website, so you can go check that out. Um, We've got a couple, like three episodes up now, I think. And we, obviously, because we had a month or a couple months off, we have not updated it in a while but we're going to we're, yeah, we're talking about our into the swing of things next episode soon and um that might be a tie-in to what we did tonight <laughs> stay tuned because we'll be announcing that on later episodes but i think that's really it for me uh go check out archie versus predator one and two do it um and while you're at it watch predator one it's a goofy goofy fun movie um, with it is toxic masculinity, uh, writ large. Um, but yeah, that's it for me. Um, do you got anything, Megan? I do not. All right. Well, as always, this has been the Riverdale High AV Club. I have been Ezra. And I've been Megan. And we will see you at the chocolate shop. Bye. Bye-bye. We ready? Uh, I'm ready. All right. It's so weird recording in the same room. I know. With you. <laughs> uh, why is your face right there? It's right there. It's a person. Uh, <laughs>